Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today on this special day. No, we're not talking about Halloween. We're talking about Reformation Day. This is a day in history that changed the whole direction of the world. One of the most significant days in the history of the world. Many people don't know that much about it, don't talk about it. So today you're going to learn something really, really important. I have a question for you. What good is it to have beliefs if you don't stand up for them? If you don't stand up for your beliefs, they're merely beliefs and they're not convictions. And I believe God wants us to move to the place that we have convictions. Convictions are things not just that we believe, but we will act upon stand up for, if necessary, even suffer for them. I believe God is looking for people of conviction. Martin Luther was a man like this. What happened on the Reformation? Well, Martin Luther, the story of him, he was a priest. He was uh, deeply convicted of his sin through the years. He, He had no peace, no assurance. He was so fearful he would go to hell. He had a very tender conscience, and he was weighed down with tremendous guilt. One day, it was actually during a storm, and and it came to him the idea of, of the need to repentance, and he studied the book of Romans, and he discovered the concept of salvation by faith and the importance of grace. Romans 1, 16, right at the beginning. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, my righteous one shall live by his faith. This is Martin Luther, and he began to have this understanding of salvation. And as he was a priest, and the more he studied the scripture, the more he realized that it isn't by doing all the church sacraments. It isn't by earning it, by being good enough, but it is by our faith that we are justified through faith in Jesus Christ. He took a trip to Rome. He was from Germany. Um, Martin Luther lived in Germany. He took this trip down to Rome where he saw what he saw shocked him. People that were climbing the steps of what they were building, St. Peter's Basilica, and they were suffering, and they were buying their way into heaven. They were paying money, and the church had what was known as indulgences. Indulgences, the the belief was that the church had this whole big repository of good works, an infinite amount. They had the good works of Jesus himself, and they'd sell them to you. If you had a relative in purgatory, suffering down in purgatory, couldn't get to heaven yet, they would sell you an indulgence. They could get them out of purgatory and they'd go to heaven. Or if you had your own sins, they would sell you an indulgence. And and the indulgences were these, you brought forgiveness because essentially what it was, your good works that they could sell you that would credit to your account would outweigh your bad works. This is what it was. My goodness, Luther thought this is terribly corrupt. And he saw people who were very poor and had no means buying more than they could afford because who wouldn't want to get their loved ones out of purgatory? Or who wouldn't want to make sure they would go to heaven? He saw it as incredibly oppressive and corrupt. On October 31st, 1517, this monk had written out 95 
theses, 95 statements about why the selling of indulgences was corrupt. And he posted them on the door. He went to the door of Wittenberg, the church there where he lived. The, the, the church was the center of activity, and he nailed it on the door. And in so doing, he, he changed the history of the world. To us, it seems like, what, you protest against an authority? You stand up and make your voice be heard? You say that this is wrong? What's so big about that? We do that all the time. It doesn't even take much courage in our day to stand up and, and, and declare that some authority is wrong, but it sure did in Luther's day because that was just unheard of. To challenge the church, to challenge the pope, to challenge this teaching was like challenging God himself. It was to challenge the government, to challenge the church, to challenge God himself. And in a time when everybody's religious, and so to do so took immense courage. No, just nobody did it. Nobody did it. It was unheard of. The very fact that we find it so easy to stand for what's true and to challenge corruption and to speak out against corrupt authorities, the fact that we can do that in our day, it really owes it owes itself the ability to do this back to what Luther did in 1517, 505 years ago today. Took great courage. Might have meant he'd be excommunicated from the church. Might have meant he would be, uh, uh, might have been executed, might have been killed. They tried to kill him. Might have been no one would want anything to do with him. He broke social norms. He stood. It took tremendous conviction. So I ask again, what good is it to have beliefs if you don't stand for them? Many people say that the the Reformation, what it did was the value of the Reformation was it brought us an understanding of what we know as sola scriptura. In other words, the scripture is the scripture alone is the basis for our understanding of proper theology about God. And sola fia, fina, which is faith in Jesus by faith alone, not faith in good works, but by faith alone. The birth of the Protestant Reformation that brought us these precious truths that so many of us take for granted now. But at the time, again, it could have cost him his head to stand up for this. And so these, the, the important truth, the scriptures, and by faith in Christ alone, we secure our salvation, was what Luther began to say. But actually, those things weren't in the 95 Theses, which brings us to a very, very important point. Luther grew in his understanding of these doctrines as he obeyed what God had shown him. The 95 theses were only about the indulgences. They didn't go into the uh, scripture alone and faith alone. They were only about the indulgences. And, and they didn't even say indulgences were all wrong. They simply said the selling of the indulgences was wrong. In time, by obeying what God showed him and by standing firm and courageously there, there's a very important principle. God gave Luther additional insight as time went on. Sometimes we think, we look at, at people of history, and we think that, that have these incredible breakthroughs. And this was the, one of the most incredible breakthroughs. It brought us out of the Dark Ages. It brought us out of the Middle Ages. It unleashed the, the creativity of our own human ingenuity. It allowed people to think for themselves. It, it lifted us up to freedom from just simply being a bunch of serfs before that. The effect of the Reformation cannot be fully appreciated in today because we've, we've breathed it so much. 
that we don't understand how bad it was beforehand. But here's the point. We look at these heroes of history like Martin Luther, and we think, well, did they understand everything all at once? And the answer is, of course, no. No, they had a breakthrough in thinking in a time uh, that, that was different, in which people thought differently, and yet because of his enlightenment from Scripture and the Holy Spirit, he saw something, he obeyed it, he stood up for it courageously, and then in time, God gave him additional insight. God gave him greater insight into indulgences. We don't like him at all, period. And then, hey, we're, we're not saved by our good works. We're saved by faith in Jesus Christ alone. And he began to understand this doctrine more and to see the power of scriptures as opposed to the, the Pope being the one who tells us what to believe and the church being the absolute authority. He saw that the word of God was the authority. And if the church and the Bible clashed, that we go with the scripture. It's a very, 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 very important principle here. When God shows you something, you must act on it, you must obey it, you must stand for it. If you don't, if you do, he gives you more insight. If you don't, there becomes a moral confusion. Proverbs 25 verse 26 says, uh, like a polluted spring, like a trampled well and a polluted spring is, the, is a righteous man who gives way before the wicked. A trampled spring and a polluted well. What's a trampled spring? It's like it's all muddy. It's not clear anymore. You can't see. A polluted well, the water's not clear and drinkable. It's not, it's, it's, it's cloudy now. Brothers and sisters, when God gives us truth, we must obey it, and then he gives us more truth, more insight, more understanding. If we don't obey it, and we, we, we're out of the fear of man or the fear of what others will think, if we don't act on it, our judgment becomes clouded. Could the moral confusion in the church today about right and wrong, could some of the things that the church churches around our country are considering, accepting, and believing to be true, that is, how in the world can they allow these things into the church? Could that be because of a lack of standing for beliefs and the courage to stand for the truth God had already shown us? When we compromise there's no limit to how far we can fall. When we stand firm and courageous, God gives greater insight, greater understanding into the times, into the truth, and the times in which we live. This is so important, so important. We need to pray for leaders who will stand courageously, who will live lives of obedience. You need to be like this. Parents, you need to be like this with your children, grandparents, teachers, all of us need to be people who have convictions, and we will stand for them. Doesn't mean you got to be mean. Doesn't mean you got to be rude. But it does mean you'll stand for what's true. And if you do, God will give more insight to the courageous. The Reformation was about a lot more than simply getting the truth. It was about the courage to stand for the truth. And Luther had this private, personal conversion, but never stood publicly for the truth. We never would have had a Reformation. Who knows where we'd be today? Who knows where the world would be today? Often, my friend, when you do a good deed, you have no idea the long-term ramifications. And likewise, when we sin, we have no idea the long-term ramifications. It's greater in both ways than you probably think. Later, Luther was, four years later, he was brought on trial before the Roman Inquisition 
for having taught false doctrine. And they required him to change his mind, to change his stand. And in the famous line, when he was asked to do so, he said he must follow the scripture and he must follow conscience. And what did he say? I cannot and I will not recant. Here I stand. I can do no other. God help me. And God did. And he stood firm. And because he did, you and I have the faith, the understanding, the freedom, the understanding of God, the understanding of Christianity, the, the implications, the ramifications of what he did are beyond just that you can't measure them. And we appreciate them. Father in heaven, we thank you for this Reformation Day in which we celebrate the courage of one man, the courage of one man to put it all on the line, to risk everything, to take a stand for what's true, to stand for your word, to stand against corruption, to stand against evil. And Father, that one, it, 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 it ignited something. Others rose up to join him. Other, it gave him greater insight, greater understanding, greater clarity. The world changed in that day. That one act of courage changed the world. Oh, Father, we have no idea. We live in a world, we, it, it might seem like our standing for what's good, right, and true won't make a difference. It can often seem that way, Father. It can seem like we're insignificant people. Remind us that we never know. We never know the effect we, our life will have by a simple act of courage. We never know. You can take our feeble obedience and multiply it to change the world. And likewise, Father, forgive us for the times we've compromised. Let us not be like a polluted spring, a, a, a cloudy spring or a polluted well. Help us to have clarity and insight that comes through study of your word and obedience to your word. And Father, give us the grace even if we would ever have to suffer for standing for the truth, that this we would do. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thank you so much for joining with me. I hope you're encouraged. You've stuck with me today. I imagine you are. We live in a time truth is needed and courage is needed. You need both. What good is it to have a belief if you don't stand for it? What, it's not a conviction. And so we come here every day, we get into the Word of God, we talk about it, we study it, we get inspired by it, because let's face it, we all need encouragement if we're going to have spiritual backbone. We all need to be lifted up and inspired, and that's why we come here every day. So I hope you'll join us. If you're regular here, you come here every day, God bless you. I'm so glad. I appreciate you coming. It's my privilege to share God's Word with you. If you're new, I hope you make a commitment to come back. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Hit the notify button so you're reminded whenever we go live. Uh, like the video. Leave a comment below and share with your friends. Put it on your social media pages. Tell your friends at church. Tell your friends in your small group. Let's get the word out. We need to be people who are daily encouraged in the word of God. Make a decision. Follow through. Your life will change. I guarantee it because there's power in the word of God. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you and strengthen you fill you with truth, grace, and courage. Enjoy this Reformation Day. God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye.